Star Wars 7x7 episode 3010. Today it's our deep dive episode into chapter 4 of the Andor series and today we're going to be focusing on Luthen Rail and considering who this guy is. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy, and thank you so much for joining me for it. So I gotta say I was wrong <laughs> about flashback stuff with Luth and Rail, and we will get to that as we discuss who this mystery man is in the podcast. But first I want to start off with his databank entry on StarWars.com. Here we go, here's the official line as we have it so far. A mysterious man with an eye for valuable finds, Luth and Rail will go to great lengths and traverse the galaxy to locate the pieces he needs to achieve his goals. A chameleon in dress and identity, Luthen capably hides behind countless faces and identities as the need arises. At his disposal, he keeps all manner of exotic tools, including his cleverly modified Fondor Hallcraft starship. So, yeah, we probably haven't seen all the surprises that starship has to offer. Certainly, we got to see one of them, that hidden closet situation that he opened up to, assume his museum curator identity. That apparently being his Coruscanti identity. I gotta tell you, I thought that he was going to be somebody who, you know, was living a lush life and eventually realized, oh yeah, things aren't that great in the rest of the galaxy and this whole Empire thing isn't that great either and I want to do something to help. Nope, <laughs> it's an entirely a different situation. I mean, maybe he arrived at that, but this guy feels like he's been radical from the jump. And there's a great moment in the scene with him and Genevieve O'Reilly, who plays Mon Mothma, where they go into the back room to look at some newly acquired artifact. And as the camera is positioned behind Mon Mothma, you see Stellan Skarsgård giving the jovial museum curator portrayal of Luthen Rail, and then the camera pans, and Luthen is blocked by Genevieve's blocking, and then as the camera comes around to Genevieve's other side, to Mon Mothma's other, si other side, suddenly the Luthen identity, the museum curator identity, drops, and it is now this hard-bitten rebel rouser. Great direction, great cinematography for that switch in the way it happened. It was just so excellently done. And he tells Mon Mothman that he has many mouths to feed. And when you pair that up with the conversation that Cassian and he have while they're in hyperspace, where Cassian says, you know, yeah, who are you, Alliance, Separatists, or Seps, he says, Separatists, or Gorillas, or Partisan Front, and it's all the same to me. And according to Luthen, it's all the same to him as well, except, of course, Cassian just kind of wants to live, which makes him a little similar to Jin Erso in that regard, right? Like, it doesn't matter if you're not looking up from the gutter, as long as you get to live, whereas Luthen is like, no, we're going to put a stick in the eye for the Empire for real, and I don't care what group I'm using to do it, I'm going to use every group at my you know, <laughs> beck and call. And there are many of them, including this group on Aldani, it seems. Plus, we know he's working with Sagarera's group, or at least he's going to make the outreach to Sagarera's group during this season. But however that works, it's clear that he is working with multiple groups and pretty much implies as much very directly to Mon Mothma as they have the conversation about needing money and access to money. So 
you know, as Luthen finds out from Mon Mothma that money is going to be a little tougher to come by from her end, that certainly lends more weight to the operation that he has the rebels on Aldani working on because they're going to be stealing an entire quarter's payroll for that whole Imperial sector and how he's going to make that money disappear and still be able to use it for his operations, of course, is <laughs> another question entirely. But hey, get the money first and then figure out what you're going to do with it later. But he may be getting to a point, if he's able to pull a stunt like that, that he he doesn't need to rely on Mon Mothma for funding anymore and he can go off in his own direction. Well, there's that, of course, but right now he's part of a circle of some kind and in the audio description and in the closed captions, like you don't necessarily get any information additionally about the circle and the circle, as it's mentioned, is lowercase, so it's not a proper noun thing necessarily. It's just a reference to probably more than two people. We just don't know how many are involved in the circle, but very likely a real small group. And he's not happy with the idea that Mon Mothma might introduce somebody new into this group. I think it's fair to imagine that Bail Organa is probably a part of this group and maybe some of the other senators that we met in Rogue One, but maybe not. And maybe one of those folks is who we're going to be talking about, unless it's the senator that we saw in the trailers and teasers where Mothma says that as long as they think she's an irritation, they won't see what she's doing. And that guy's like, what are you doing? Maybe that's the guy we're talking about. But back to Luthen. As part of this circle, he is helping to start a rebellion. And I was kind of surprised to hear Diego Luna as Cassian Andor say Alliance as a you know, possible group with whom Luthen could be working because the Alliance isn't supposed to exist yet unless it's a different kind of Alliance naturally. But Luthen is perfectly positioned as a museum curator and owner and as a dealer of rare art to go across the galaxy at his whim. It provides him the perfect cover for trying to find unusual artifacts and whatnot. And also, art stuff is a great way to launder money, basically. And especially ill-gotten gains, too. Now, from that databank entry, it seems that in addition to him going out on his hunts for you know, various artifacts and whatnot, at least that's the cover that he uses, he's also assuming multiple identities as he's interacting with these various rebel groups, it seems. So the face that he puts on, as it were, for the rebels on Aldani is the same as the one he puts on for Sar Guerrera, but we don't know if he's going to give him the same name necessarily, so that might be where the whole identity situation happens. Or maybe it's going to be that as a museum curator and as a seeker of artifacts, he's going to change his identity in some other places. I don't know. I'm a little, I'm a little iffy on that idea. I like the fact that they're suggesting that he's going to have multiple identities, but so far it seems like he only has two and that he's only really establishing two. So I'm going to be very curious to see where the next one pops up. The fact that he's also described as a chameleon in dress and identity, I think is going to be important for him running Cassian Andor because one of the things that we've known about Cassian is that he has multiple identities that he's used as a member of the Rebel Alliance and working as an intelligence officer. So if there is going to be any mentoring that's done by Luthen of Cassian, you imagine rule three <laughs> might have something to do with managing your identities and not you know, losing track of them. He's already helped Cassian start his own new identity with this Clem usage for the mission that he's doing on Aldani. And by the way, it's worth noting that the Aldani mission has been 
five months in the making. So yes, he is a long-term planner in addition to working with multiple groups as well. And I'm very curious to know how long this quote-unquote circle has been in operation. So that sums up what we know, which has been some blockbuster stuff about Luthan Rail that we learned in episode four. And we've been talking about him in previous episodes of the podcast as well. There is still some information out there that has yet to be released, which is the episode guide on StarWars.com for chapter four of the Andor series. And there's also usually a couple of blog posts that they put out, like, you know, highlights from the episode and whatnot. And there's usually a tidbit or two that's new in there, too. So we'll keep an eye out for those and share them with you here on the show if it helps expand our knowledge of Luthan Rail that much more. But for now, that is going to do it for today's episode of the podcast. And it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.